I'm excited for this day. Children, thank you again for, for singing and using your voices to praise God. It's, it's been a while since we've had a, a Christian Education Sunday like this. Thank you, parents, for bringing your children to God's house. Uh, thank you, teachers at Illinois Lutheran, for all that you do. Th- thank you, members here and, and all, for your support of Illinois Lutheran schools. Uh, of course, being Christian Education Sunday, our, our focus is on, on the blessings of Illinois Lutheran schools, but it's, it's not just that also. It's also a chance for all of us to talk about our walk with God in life. This happens to be the, the theme for the school year at Illinois Lutheran. It says, forward in faith. And right in the middle, you see the Bible verse it comes from. From 2 Corinthians, we walk by faith, not by sight. And even though this is the school year theme, I'm going to borrow it and use it for our theme here this morning. And we're just going to take apart that little verse, we walk by faith, not by sight. And I'm going to begin at the end of it and talk about what it means to walk by sight. Uh, Walking. Um, The idea there is how we walk through life, how we live our life. And, And walking by sight, living our life by sight, the the gist is that we live our lives making decisions based on exactly what we see, what's right there in front of us, what we want right then and there. And so maybe for, for children, that, that might be, um, well, there, there might be a, some cookies on the table, maybe store-bought or even better, you know, freshly baked, and you're hungry, you see them, and you eat them without asking. Or m- maybe it would look like... Um, playing game on your tablet instead of doing homework. Or watching YouTube videos instead of practicing. Or, or maybe it's, it's um, on the court as you're playing a game, knowing that you can follow someone, get away with it, so you, you do. You know, walking by sight is the idea that, that you, you live your life based on what you see and what you want right now. For, for older children, for, for teens, that'd be like um, playing video games for hours and hours and uh, not interacting actually with people. It, it might be um, calling in sick to work just because you don't feel like it. It might be not paying attention to the teacher because someone else is doing something kind of funny. It could be dating someone because of how they look and not their Christian character. It might be getting into a sexual relationship with them because that's what you want right now. Walking by sight is all about doing what's right in front of you because that's what you want. which actually reminds me of a definition I once heard of maturity. Maturity is the idea of delaying gratification because there's something better down the road. Which I guess then the flip of that would be the definition of immaturity, right? Immaturity would be having instant gratification without thinking about the long-term consequences. And that's really what 
living by sight is. It's focusing on what's right there in front of you without regard to the long-term effects. And um, it, it doesn't, th- this kind of maturity, it, it doesn't come always with um, being older. For us adults, parents, we can live our life walking by sight also. That might look like um, not bringing our kids to church because we don't want to go. Or it could be exposing our kids to some movies or TV shows that are not appropriate for them because that's what we want to watch. Maybe it's cheating on our spouse because the opportunity is right there. Or it's just charging everything on the credit card because we want it right now, right now. Walking by sight. Living our lives based on what is right there in front of us. What we want right then and there is, is, is living our lives short-sighted. It's living our lives with a very selfish view. Well, thankfully, this verse we're looking at here today, it just doesn't, well, it says not to walk by sight, but rather we walk by faith. So let's talk about that. We talk about faith all the time in church. What is it? Very simply, and, and we kind of heard that in our first reading, faith is simply trust. It, it's trusting in someone. It's, it's having faith in someone. And as Christians, we have our trust. We put our faith in Jesus Christ. Now, if this is the first time you're here at Trinity, if, if you're kind of wondering who Jesus really is and, and why we trust in him, then this next thing I'm going to say, if anything, I want you to take this home with you. And it's all about why we trust in Jesus. It's really because he did not live his life by sight. Rather, he lived with the end in mind. Actually, he lived with our end in mind. You see, because we live so much of our lives focused right here on on, on sight, what's right in front of us, what we want right now, that means that what we deserve is not good. What we deserve is eternal punishment in hell. But Jesus came with our end in mind. He didn't want that punishment in hell for us, and so He came to make sure our end is different. That instead of a punishment in hell, our end is an eternity of paradise in heaven. See, Jesus took the punishment for what we've done. He, he was tortured. He, he died on that cross to pay for our sins, for our disobedience. 
And he's given us a marvelous exchange. In just a few lines after the, this, this theme verse today, it says this, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let me just explain this verse with a picture. This is a picture of the car I had when I was in school. It was a blue Ford Taurus. Got me through college, through undergraduate, got me through getting my master's, eight years of school. And by the time I was done with all school, it didn't look like this. It wasn't blue, it was rust. And <laughs> as I was going to get a new car, it died. And I mean, it died. Completely dead. I, I'd have it towed into the car dealership. Can you imagine the, the, the dealer guy at the, at the car dealership saying, okay, I'll, I'll give you a trade-in for this. I'll trade in this for a fully loaded, brand new Ford Mustang, and we'll call it an even trade. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but in a way, it actually has for us. Let's go back to that verse. God made him who had no sin. That's Jesus. Jesus had no sin, no disobedience in himself. God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us. Jesus took our ugly disobedience, our ugly sin, so that in him, in Jesus, we would have the righteousness, the perfection of God. You see, there's, there's this trade-off going on. We give Jesus our absolute worst, and he gives us his absolute best. We don't get hell, we get eternity in heaven. Do, do, do you see why? Living our life by faith is so, so important. Do you know, Do you know what the odds are for someone to become a professional basketball player? Zero point zero three percent chance for boys. Zero point zero two percent chance for girls because there's a, a few more men professional sports teams. So is that is that a possibility? Is it okay, I guess? <laughs> really, really unlikely, but it is statistically a possibility. And up until this last summer, I, I would have said, I, I don't even know a family where someone in the family has become a professional basketball player. Until this summer. Some of you know the, the Collins family. I learned this summer that Ron Cullen's mom was on the first women's African-American professional basketball team called the Harlem Chicks. Here, here's a picture of it. She's way on the right with the basketball player. And if you know Ron, you can see the family resemblance, actually. The Harlem Chicks was actually the, the female counterpart to the Harlem Globetrotters. So is it statistically possible? Okay, yes. <laughs> Is it still likely? 
I will tell you, though, what is an absolute certainty. Your child will stand before Jesus on the last day. Just a few verses after a theme verse, it says this, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of God. You see why it's important to walk by faith? We heard about Abraham in our first reading. Abraham who, who walked by faith with, with that end in sight. He, he, he uprooted his family, went to a completely new country. He went through a lot. Why? He wasn't looking at the here and now. He was looking at what was to come. He lived his life with eternity in mind. And so parents, I, I want to talk to you for, for just a few minutes. Here's a graph I saw earlier this year. It says 75% of kids left the church from ages 18 to 29. Why 25% stay connected with Christ in that age group, it goes on to say, and this may be a little hard to see, so I'm just going to go down here and, and read it. So, so number one, and, and, and I, I asked about the resources or, or the, the statistics behind this, and I got a, a document many, many pages long of all these surveys and all these studies showing this. So, so number one, they ate dinner five to seven nights a week as a family. Number two, they served with their families in a ministry at church, serving other people. Number three, they had one spiritual experience in the home during the week. In other words, their, their faith was not just a Sunday morning, one-hour thing but throughout the week. Number four, they, they were entrusted with responsibility in ministry at an early age. So not just doing something, but, but having a part of it, a responsibility, important part. And then the fifth one, they had at least one faith-focused adult in their lives other than their parents. So parents, if you want your child to, to walk in faith, these are five great ideas. But understand something. I'm going to go back to the previous slide here. Something has to happen first. It, it says 75% of kids left the church from age 18 to 29 and 25% stayed. What's that assume? They were in church to begin with. Parents, bring your children to church every week. That's where it begins. If Jesus Is that important to us? If we believe that His sacrifice on the cross gives us eternal life, if, if we walk by faith, then that, that means so much for our lives. It, it means we, we come to church because we sin all the time and we need to hear God's grace all the time, every week. It means that, that we, we give back to God of our, our money, giving it to Him first, Trusting God will take care of the rest. 
It, it means seeing each other as, as God sees each other, not as problems, but as loved by God. It, it means seeing homework not as a punishment, but as a way for you to become the person God wants you to become. It means using your gifts not for a, to get attention, but to serve. It, it means seeing mealtime and trips in the car as your chance, parents, to, to build up your child. It means seeing every conversation you have at work as an opportunity for you to share your faith. It means taking those opportunities to grow your own faith. It means, for you teachers, seeing every one of your children, your students, as your personal mission opportunity. Walking by faith affects so much that we do. And that's why it's good that we walk by faith. This is a partnership thing. A partnership between husbands and wives, between moms and dads, a partnership between parents and teachers. A partnership between parents, teachers, and pastors. Add to that the members of, of our churches. If you send your child to Illinois Lutheran schools, we, we know how much of a sacrifice that can be. We know how much that costs. But did you know that's not what it costs for your child? The difference is made up by the rest of the members of Trinity and Zion. And even more so if you receive financial assistance. You see, we walk together by faith. And when we do this, when we are there for each other and we encourage each other and we're there to, to help each other, then it's easier for us then to, to see things as God sees them. Because when we are together, then, then instead of seeing a, a, a problem child, we, we see a child who's gone through a whole lot of trauma. And as God sees it, as a child that needs a lot of unconditional love. It helps us not to see a, a, a child with a learning disability as, as something that gets in the way, but rather as God sees them with beautiful gifts, amazing artistic abilities. Instead of seeing an athlete who doesn't do much on the court, it helps us see God, as God sees him, as someone who prays for his coach and his teammates every single day. Instead of seeing significant financial struggles, when we are in this together, it helps us to see it as God sees it, which is an opportunity for a person to learn lean more on God, but also an opportunity for others to help them. When we see a, a know-it-all student raising their hand for every question, it helps us to see it as God does, someone who has this insatiable desire to learn more about what God has done. Instead of seeing a car breaking down, it's just another problem we have. When we are in this, we... It helps us to see that God was actually using that to keep us from being at the wrong place at the wrong time. When we walk together by faith, 
we can help each other see things as, as God sees them. And that's why it is so important that we walk by faith together. Which is exactly what Christian Education Sunday is all about. Because Christian Education Sunday is really for all of us. That we all walk together by faith and grow in that. This week there's a lot of ways to do that here at Trinity. Today there's a new Bible class starting at 9.30. You can just stick around and go in the fellowship hall. For children, the Trinity Treehouse and Timbers, our Sunday school program. There's a, a Bible class for women Tuesday morning. There's one for men Wednesday morning. There's a Pastor Cook's class at 8.15 on Wednesdays. There's, there's these small growth groups which take place at people's homes and, and are great to just be with one another and walk together by faith. And there's always food and certainly digging into God's Word. There's so many ways for us, for we, to walk by faith together. And so, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, God bless you as day by day, week by week. We don't live by by sight what's right in front of us, but we live by faith. Walking day by day, trusting that Jesus is our Savior. And living not for the now, but for eternity. Going forward in faith. Amen.